0: And welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss boners, Jack Ryan shadow recruit, and lost. But first, a word from our sponsor. Are you a tech professional searching for a new company to share your tech skills with? Then you should check out Hired. Hired connects talent with top tech companies. On Hired, software engineers and designers can get five plus interviews in a week, which is a lot of interviews. They work with over 2,500 companies from startups to large companies uh, and employers from 12 major tech hubs in North America and Europe. It's totally free for users. If you get a job through Hired, they'll give you a $2,000 thank you bonus, which is crazy generous. And uh, if you use the link Hired.com slash podcast to sign up, they'll double that bonus when you accept a job. So... They'll double the $2,000 bonus to a $4,000 bonus if you sign up at Hired.com slash Tomorrow Podcast. If you're not looking for a job but know someone who is, you can refer them to Hired and get a $1,337, that's $1,337 lead dollars in your pocket if they accept a job that you've referred them to. Check out Hired.com slash Tomorrow Podcast right now. We're also sponsored by Indian Summers. Indian Summers is a new masterpiece series on PBS, a twist on the period drama, providing a window into both the British and Indian experiences during that time. It's a nine-part series. It premieres Sunday, September 27th at 9, 8 central on Masterpiece on PBS. It's set in India in 1932 during the twilight of British Raj, or Rule in India. It features an international cast of Indian, British, and Pakistani actors, including Julie Walters, Nikesh Patel, and Henry Lloyd Hughes. Indian Summers is set in the similar region near the Himalayas, where the British would relocate during the summer to work and socialize. While the British in India are living a life of privilege, the Indian people are beginning to rise up with calls for independence from British rule. The show has multiple, extremely hot, simmering plot lines that touch on politics, class, romance, And the rise of a nation. Um, My guest today is a uh, uh, an incredible writer, super smart dude, um, and uh, really an internet personality. Mm. Rembert Brown is here with me. Hey, man! Hi. Thank you for coming. We were. Go ahead. Did you you see
1: me cringe when you said "personality"? I'm
0: sorry. I couldn't listen. I don't plan these intros. So whatever happens is just like an accident. Really. I, I,
1: this whole, I could do it again. Do you want to say
0: internet personality? But you are. No, let's keep it in. Because you're like, dyna- you're a dynamic individual. You're not like, there are people who just do this one thing. They're like, I write about politics. That's my thing. I just mm-hmm. write about politics. But you don't just write about one thing. You don't. You have a podcast. You are on... Camera sometimes, you were, sometimes. I mean, you know. So you do. You have a wide variety of things. You you use an Instagram account. I do. I follow you on Instagram. Uh, Instagram's so great. It's good. Shout, uh, out, fact, shout I, out to Zelda. Did I, thank you. Did I see something last night? Oh, by the way, it's nine eleven. We're recording this on nine eleven. We did, are. Did, so did I see something last night or today? You had an Instagram of Sam Biddle drawing. Oh, God. Sam Biddle from Gawker drawing like a a
1: girlfriend. It's the worst thing I've ever. I went back. I was. Looking <laughs> Looking for an old photo, and sometimes when you just scroll up, scroll up, you remember a photo that you took. And we were laughing last weekend that uh, a bunch of friends were at my apartment, Sam Biddle included. He's a very good friend of mine. Yeah, and he was describing um, how he like the first time he ever like envisioned a girl when he was younger. He drew her on MS Paint, <laughs> and we <laughs> wait, were like, wait, 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 hold on. he he. He like had an idea of a girl. He was just like, I think I'm attracted to girls. I'm gonna draw one. So he <laughs> oh, used I his see. mouse I to draw. It was we like, like Jo material. Yeah. Or... I, uh, <laughs> so we were like, Sam, draw. And I, and in my apartment, I had these gigantic sheets of paper. That's where like, how I take notes and do lots of like John Nashy stuff all over the wall. Really, I got in trouble once for actually writing on my wall. Okay. I didn't really get the. Uh, uh, deposit back yeah. when I did that. So I you write on You write on the wall. Well, not anymore because I like getting my money back. Do you do like,
0: do you have like the pins with thread? Not anymore. Not anymore. Ideas? Did you ever do that it's, for it's, real? It's
1: super butterfly effect in my apartment. Really? Uh, so it's like a bad Ashton <laughs> Kutcher movie. That's not good. Yeah. Unlike like all those good <laughs> Ashton Kutcher movies. <laughs> right. Uh, okay.
0: So it's an Ashton Kutcher yeah. movie. Based. And
1: we were like, Sam, like, draw drawer and what what ensued was like one of the most terrifying stick figure <laughs> yeah. women and i but i what i didn't realize like i always knew like i have like it's displayed in my apartment like art yeah but what i oh, did so you have it up what on the I, wall what i didn't know is that i took a video of him drawing which is what i put on instagram okay that's what just, i saw it was terrifying
0: i don't know if i was it was in an actual video maybe i just saw the still of it oh, and i, was a, like, I like, think i saw the still and i was like I'm, i don't have time for this right now but i, I can't to believe get back to I,
1: it. I i can't believe i came
0: all the way to the studio to talk about Biddle. I'm glad that <laughs> an <laughs> <and laughs> <and laughs> I'm glad that we actually went straight into that. Anyhow, so I want to talk about you.
1: Okay, a, a I, I can do that for a, a period a, of time. As a
0: human being, and then I'm gonna we'll redo the intro so I don't call you an internet personality. <laughs> so I actually I already said this, but I want to talk about it a little bit. So you write for Grantland. I do. Um, you do. Grantland.com. Grantland.com. You may have heard of it. It is a describe Grantland to people who have never heard. It's of It's like it. a top five website. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Google, it's like Google, Yahoo, uh, Grantland, y- Yahoo
1: Answers, Yahoo
0: Answers, and then Grantland. Um, Wait, what's Grantland? Uh, you're telling somebody, let's say my uh, my mom, she's probably never read Grantland.
1: Hey, mom, I would describe it as a site that started as a uh, sports and pop culture website, um, which it in some ways still is, but yeah. kind of this weird laboratory that employs a handful of writers and kind of lets them write about the things that interest them and sometimes that falls very cleanly in a world of you know writer x writes about he's a football writer so he writes about football but sometimes he doesn't and just like decides to write about anything else you My know? mom would be super confused and right now about yeah, this Yeah I mean I yeah I've only worked <laughs> there 4 years and you, I still, you I, have still a one can, line. I still can No I don't I do not have to decide to cover sports and call
0: it pop culture I guess I think it's interesting because Grantland um, started like four years, a little over four years ago. Yeah, and The Verge uh, is coming up on its four-year anniversary, like this November. Really, and what I think is interesting about those two things, The Verge is obviously my baby, is that they were both trying to do something where it was like it's this thing that you know that everybody covers really Mm -hmm. well, which is like sports, and in the case of The Verge, was technology. But then it's like also all this other stuff that's is kind of attached to it or seems right around it if it's the right kind of tone the right kind of subjects but it's harder to define. Yeah. Like when you look at Grantland you see stories on there and you're like, "Well, why is this I mean, one might be. Why is this story about uh, designing women?
1: Oh, it's the best the only important thing I've ever written. I
0: want to talk, to talk about that. Why is this story about the like the the truth but the behind the scenes, you know, gossip about designing women?" You know, sitting next to a story about Steve Nash. Is Steve Nash a basketball player? Yes. Okay, I got that right. I don't know anything about Nailed sports. It. Can I just tell it. you I don't know anything about sports? Nailed it. Maybe today are you like are you a big sports fan?
1: I am a I, I have my teams. I have my Atlanta teams, because okay. I'm from Atlanta. Okay. I follow sports. Um I, you- I, I have knowledge in sports, but I also stopped knowing everything about sports in like ninety eight. Okay. Up until ninety eight I knew everything about you sports. You knew everything. And eighty percent of my knowledge about sports um, stops in ninety eight. But I, but I, but I'm so still, it's like but if
0: anybody quizzed you if you were like had to do nineties sports trivia, you would You
1: crush it. But <laughs> you know, I work at a website where half the stories are sports, so I, right. I, I know I know what's going on. Right.
0: But but like the stories that are not sports at Grandland, I mean, for me, it's you know it's this amazing thing where I will I'm reading a site that is you know certainly heavily about sports but it's I, there's no, probably no other sports site that i would actually pay attention to you know it really does like cover culture in a way and stuff that's kind of like even makes sports sometimes seem like something i'm sort of interested in even though it's very difficult for me to feel interested in it i mean uh, it
1: it's culture you know yeah. it's like it's a culture site and sports are part of the culture and you know there are. there are some you know very like analytical sports pieces that go up and they're great and then there's a story up today one of our um one of our writers Louisa Thomas wrote um like interviewed George Bush and talked about Which one? um uh the uh, the, w? the sun. w Yeah, about 9/11 and uh the Yankees. Wow.
0: Both just, of those things or yeah, the connection between the, my and the yeah. Yankees? <laughs>
1: the, the Yankees did it. Yeah, that's it's all, the, it's all about That's a real conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theory. <Jeter>. Uh, <laughs>
0: you didn't know. Well, that's interesting. I so haven't like, read that, that like, yet. It's,
1: it's like that's on, the, fr- that's on the, yeah. the homepage next to Thursday night football. Like yesterday was the beginning of the NFL season. That's apparently. the perfect
0: blend is like George Bush and the Yankees. That's like perfectly summing up. Content. Col- culture. Uh, Content. Uh but but what I think is interesting about you and and like you did write that designing women story is that and we I already said this but I'm going to say it again cuz I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, you're not like I just write about this one thing or I just do this one thing. It does very much seem like you're chasing your interests and your passions through writing mm-hmm. and Grantland is a place that's letting you do that versus being at a, being either at a place that doesn't really let you do that or how ha- you know writers often say like I'm really good at this one thing. I focus on this one thing. I know this one thing. Um, explain how that happens. Like how does, how do you get into a situation where that happens and how do you, how do you allow
1: yourself to keep exploring? Um, I think for me, I'm enjoying my job the most when I'm, um, I'm passionate about the thing I'm going to spend like anywhere between four and 12 hours writing about stuff. Like I, I don't write short. Well, like I don't like writing like a blurb. I like diving in and, like...
0: So your pieces um, are long. Even when... Even, like, that Nicki Minaj thing. Yeah, Nikki. they're just...
1: They're, just, they're, they're like... They're, my favorite thing is to kind of take a piece one or two steps further than any, like, sane person would take it because <laughs> there's, like, this level of insanity that I love about just... Just overanalyzing... Right. ...something and not not... Like for a reason. For me, it's like no, this needs to be talked about. Right. Um, but it's almost I, like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say I like the designing. So basically, just one morning, I was like, you know, what? I think I want to write about designing women. It's set in Atlanta, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, did you watch a lot of design? Yeah, of women? Like, I, I, I could, I could rattle off full. Full episodes. I don't know that
0: I've ever seen a single <laughs> episode of Design Women. Seen, I know, I know the show, I know the characters, but I don't know if I've ever like. I could tell you what really was going on. Big fan. What were they interior? Yeah, they had, they, had, they had a
1: they had an interior design firm, <laughs> right? And, oh, and they're women. The Studebakers. and Gerald McRaney on that show. I don't know who that is.
0: He's like. Oh, I do know who that is. He's like somebody's husband on that show. I yeah, think. sure. Why not? Um... He plays the he plays the guy he's also in uh, House of
1: Cards season 2. I didn't I never watched the season 1 finale of House of Cards. Oh, I got scared. <laughs> So I, I literally have no you idea. Wanna, you don't know what happened. Well, I didn't know what happened, and then two years later, I was walking in Columbus Circle, and this bus drives by, and it's Frank Underwood getting off of Air Force One. I was like, "Oh you no! Can't. I guess he's president." <laughs> it gets pretty. It gets pretty stupid. <laughs> spoiler! You were, you were actually sorry. no, no. You were yeah. Sorry. Uh,
0: spoiler <laughs> alert! Uh, you were right to stop watching after. You should have finished season one, but
1: even season one was a little, was a little tough. I I stopped watching it because. I was finding myself liking Frank too much. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, no, he's like a really bad person. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. And then I, I, you know, I was having that internal. He's the anti-hero. Like, am I bad? No, but that's like, uh, you know, Walt
0: from uh, Breaking Bad.
1: I thought you were going to say Walt from Lost. No, also (laughs) Walt from Lost. Wait, wait, Walt's the kid, right?
0: (laughs) No. He didn't have he was good. He was a good guy. I think Walt about Lost right. every
1: day. Do you? I think about Lost Everyday. I, oh, I also never watched Lost. I never watched the season two finale. I got good. scared. You made the right
0: decision. <laughs> season two was terrible. I stopped watching it season two and I was like, I'm done with this. And then I like, you know, when it season five or something I'm like, oh shit. Well, I, they're gonna end it soon and now I wanna know and they're gonna yeah. reveal what's really going on with the island and you made the right decision. don't ever pick it back up, okay? There's nothing you will get nothing out of any more lost. Then, then the first past the first season, it's all a waste of time.
1: I think my going back to the internet, going back to designing women. Oh wait, or designing women. No, Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over pegs and pegging, like like, like yes, pegging <laughs> uh, in the sense of like needing right, to like wait th- for a moment to write about something. Right is like there. There. I mean, there's there's so many things about the day in, day out internet that I I I feel like there are just like many hills that I'm gonna die on because there's like I just <clears throat> i I'm, I'm I've just done all of those things a million times. It's like, wait, right. hey, I I like writing and sometimes I feel like I like writing and I'm a writer. I just happen to work in this industry right. that lets me write, but I, I don't want to like, I don't need, like, I don't want to wait for someone to die so I can write about designing women. I don't want to wait on an right. anniversary. I just like, want to write about designing women today. I think what
0: you're describing is um, having ideas. I mean, basically, what, what I'm hearing from you is like, you've got ideas. ideas. I actually think this is really valuable and important. I think there is this thing. In fact, it's like what causes so much of. What I find to be fucking tedious on the internet, which is like something happens and then everybody's like, safety's off. It's our it's our moment to like cover this thing or tackle this thing yeah. or talk about it. When actually like every like to your point, like the designing women thing didn't exist until you made it and wouldn't have existed and didn't need I wouldn't have ever had a peg. I mean, maybe some they're gonna release like the fortieth anniversary design <laughs> designing women box set Blu-ray. Yeah. You know, and you could have written about it then. But like I think like that's I, that's what ideas are, right? It's like when you're just like Something needs to be tackled. Something needs to be covered, and it doesn't have to be necessarily locked to yeah. something that's happening or some other like piece or response or you know. I mean, I think like to me, that's like where the best stuff comes from. You know, I mean, it's my
1: it's my favorite stuff to do. It's I I find it's the stuff that holds up the most. You know, yeah. like I, I I remember getting to a point maybe my second year in at Grantland where and I was like kind of writing every day at that point where. I looked up and I hadn't written anything that wasn't reactionary to the day before in like three months. They were they were good pieces and I and I and I and I think I did well in them and I and I think people enjoyed them. And then like when six p.m. came around, like they just like just, like would disappear.
0: Was there, is there pressure to do that? Like do, do people at the site say like can we write something about? Like are they thinking, Rem, Can you do
1: something on what's happening today? Uh, I mean, I think there are moments. I mean, the good thing about our staff is that typically when something like simultaneously there are multiple people that could tackle lots of things, so it's not like one person has to do cover this thing all right. the time, like I'll get
0: the music person yeah. on it,
1: but you know every like I think we all have our sweet spots where you know beyonce drops a a secret album in the middle of the night, like I don't need anyone to tell me to. Like write about that the next day. I'm gonna just right. like, just like wake up at 3 a.m. and just start writing because right. like that's, like that's what I'm. That's one of the reasons I'm here, right? You know, and I think a lot of people, like uh, especially on our culture side, a lot of people, um, it's not really pressure, but people want many of our staff writers or our, our contributors or whatever, our takes on certain things. Mm-hmm. And for me, there there are definitely moments where I feel kind of a responsibility to myself and to readers and whatever to like actually write something well and not just like crank it out. Right. Um, not just so write can, something. So I can be up. Uh, and you know, my saving grace has always been like, I've never, I don't think I've ever broken the store. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten something up first. Yeah. Uh, but that's always been nice. of like I, I've, Even if I'm turning around something the next day. I've always felt like I had, like, like three or four extra hours to actually, like, think about something.
0: Yeah, but that's great. I mean, that's, Amazing. like, that's, like what's, that's what's lacking. I mean, to me, that is the difference between a really great, thoughtful, smart take on something and, like, the I saw this, did you see it too take on it or, like, a fast take that really doesn't make – doesn't add up at the end of the day. Like, the hot take, hot take culture is, to me, is, like – it's very tiring, you know. At this point, I mean, there's so many hot takes.
1: It's it's so.
0: <laughs> How many hot takes can a person take? Is what I'm saying. I... Uh oh. I'm popping, like in a cool way, or <laughs> <laughs> my peas are popping. Well, I don't. What do you want me to do? <clears throat> I was just interrupted by Matt. We were just interrupted by Magnus, <sighs> telling me that my peas on the mic were popping, and not in a cool way. Nah. Am I way up on the mic? I'll get off the mic a Don't little bit. Don't say
1: any words with a P. <laughs> I'll
0: Just avoid P words. Okay. All right. I get it. Jesus, these guys over here. All right. I'll stay away from the mic. What were we talking about? Um. Before Magnus oh, interrupted hot us. Hot takes. Oh, hot takes. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: most like a um, a very large percentage of the the internet writing content. All those words. It's like it's like pretty bad. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> well because it's okay if you know how to sift through it I, yes it, but it's also it like knowing what so much like so much of the stuff that's out there that I don't like I don't feel the need to participate it's like I can go do something right i haven't really had an urge to you know be like you know like one man's take <laughs> yeah like you haven't done where's your 911 story I ha- it's just in drafts. You're like, what 9-11 really means. Drafts. Yeah. I love this. is my favorite
0: new construction. It's like, it's relatively new. It's like, you think you've been doing your taxes, right? Uh, but actually, you're totally wrong. So it's good. like, you don't fucking know how I do my so taxes. Good. You, I might be the best tax doer in the world. It's so good. Tax doer, by the way. Actual, the way tax you just- des- Tax doer. <laughs> it's how
1: you describe a person who does taxes. My thing is, I, I, I don't, I think one of the, the, one of my saving graces is I don't assume- that I'm just, like, smarter than anyone. That's a good... That's a good... It's, no, no, I mean, you are, but it's good not to assume it. Is it. But being smart, like, being smarter, being smart is not what informs my writing. I just, like, I write about things that I think about a lot. And right. I typically don't write about something until, like, I've just spent a lot of time thinking about it and, and, you know, walking around and, like, writing, like, notes about it and stuff like that. So, like, when it comes time to write, it's not that... I I am an expert in this thing. It's like no, I've just probably spent more time in the past three weeks thinking about bar mitzvahs than you. <laughs> and because of that, I'm gonna write about bar mitzvahs. I yeah. spent. Were like, you
0: thinking specifically about bar mitzvahs when you wrote that, Nicky? I was. I, was I,
1: I I think about bar mitzvah. I was thinking about bar, about bar mitzvahs on the in the cab here. Really? Yeah. Why? I got a text from my friend, um, whose bar mitzvah I went to. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that was a fun bar mitzvah. It's <laughs> a really good story. <laughs> I didn't go to
0: very many bar mitzvahs. I had very almost no friends when I was a kid. So, wait, it's um, a sad well, story. We have that's the I, saddest story I've yeah. ever told. I basically was, never went to a bar mitzvah. I
1: went to uh, like a small school where you're 13. You have a party. You have to invite everyone. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't so. know anything
0: about that. All right, I'm going to take a break, and then we're going to come. I want to continue this conversation. We're going to take a commercial break. first week of football season is in the books how'd your fantasy team do did you win money no well you can on FanDuel this weekend so go to FanDuel right now it's the trusted leader in one week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site they're paying out over 75 million dollars a week a week this football season building a team is easy just pick your players stay under the salary cap and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win Uh, Magnus has uh, reminded me to not bring up last season. He's apparently very upset about uh, the conversations I've had with you regarding his very poor performance. The scars are fresh, and he's a very sensitive Swedish man. Uh, Instead, he's looking into a glorious FanDuel future, praying that the Oakland Raiders running back Marcel Reese will see a lot of action. He also put his faith in the breakneck speed of Cleveland Browns wide receiver Andrew Hawkins. And he tells me fireworks are about to start. Last year, user Joe Watson from New York turned a $50 deposit into over 30000 bucks in two weeks playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Join him and the over 1 million other users who have already won money. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code TOMORROW and sign up now. And there's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200 that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of 200 bucks. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use the code TOMORROW today, so don't forget to use the code TOMORROW. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. You know you should be investing your money for the long term. This is definitely something I think about all the time, and you've probably wondered how you should do it. Trying to do it yourself, especially the right academically proven way, is complex and time-consuming, and working with an advisor often isn't any easier. Luckily, Wealthfront makes it easy for anyone to get access to world-class long-term investment management. It's an online automated service that invests your money for you. You can sign up for an account at Wealthfront.com in just minutes. It goes right to work monitoring your portfolios, round the clock, and taking action as soon as an opportunity arises. Tens of thousands of people across the country have signed up already. In fact, Wealthfront manages over $2.6 billion in client assets, and it's grown over 20 times in the past two years. Go to Wealthfront.com tomorrow to see your free personalized investment portfolio. You'll see the customized allocation they recommend for your profile. And just for tomorrow, listeners, if you sign up to invest, Wealthfront will manage your first fifteen grand entirely free of charge for life. That means in addition to never paying commissions or any hidden fees, you also won't pay any management fees to have that first 15K invested. Claim your offer today at Wealthfront.com slash tomorrow. For compliance purposes, I have to tell you that Wealthfront, Inc. is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through the Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA, and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risk, and there is the possibility of losing money. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, Please visit wealthfront.com to read their full disclosure. So we're back with Rembrandt Brown who's checking his phone. Uh, I put it back on airplane mode. Checking, just you know he's he's just fully immersed in this conversation but
1: also just checking to see if he got any sex. So no big I deal. I put it on airplane mode. Okay, did you get any because sex? Cuz I respect any this sex, sex FanDuel messages? Messages? podcast. <laughs> FanDuel
0: supported. I love okay. So we were talking about God. What were we talking about? Uh, probably the internet. Oh, bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um, your po- Magnus, who my producer, who's Swedish. If you don't know, he's a Swedish person. Um, just said that I was going to talk about my own bar mitzvah, which just is racist. The, the theme, which oh. is racist, <laughs> which is extremely anti-Semitic and racist. Yep. Um, yep. But the theme of my bar mitzvah was Earth Day. It gives you a little window God, into how fucking so cool, how awesome. fucking cool I was. That is so. I think. Awesome. I think one of the things that we gave to everybody as like a little like parting gift was like a squeezy ball that was an earth. earth. Yeah. Oh! Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I love those. Okay. Wow. It was like like the continents were green. Yeah, yes. Yes. And they had like the like there was a oh, texture. God. Anyhow, that's like the thing that I remember most about my apartment. So that and then it was embarrassing and horrible, and i I wish it had never happened. Uh, and I get a great joke. Out of my bar mitzvah, which is I, which is I, you know, because I'm an atheist. Like, um, people are like, you know, are you Jewish? And they're, and they're like, and I'm like, no, I'm real, I'm an atheist. They're like, but you had a bar mitzvah. And I'm like, well, I, I made a couple of grand and I got out of the business. I like that. It's my line. Did, Did you have, have... <laughs> one of those big pictures where everyone signed around it? <sighs> I don't remember, man. I don't remember. I've tried to put it out of my mind. It's probably honestly. why you're
1: an atheist now. I, yeah,
0: I've tried to put the whole thing. I'm not sure my, I'm glad, hopefully my parents won't listen to this because they probably would start crying. But I've tried to put the whole, my whole youth out of my out of my brain. Anyhow, so we were talking about the internet. We are talking about writing on the internet. I was going to say that the stuff that you write, and by the way, if you haven't written, if, if you have read anything that that Rembrandt has written, please stop right now and go, go find it. It's stuff.
1: online. It's on the internet. You can also print it out like my mom does. But it is, does she? yeah sometimes
0: but it is um it's almost like if the onion were serious i'm not saying that you write it's not yes. you're not it's not parody like the onion will write parody about things that aren't real like essentially yeah. it'll be like a joke but written in a very serious manner you're writing about real things and in, in a relatively serious manner but they're some i mean they're they're often so strange or so weird yeah i guess weird and strange are sort of strange is a good word yeah but that the, they are very funny but they're real about real things. Like you did a piece about um, the the jackets men wore to Sundance. Yes, which was like bizarre. It was very true. I don't know who else would have pointed this out or noticed this, but it's like it reads almost like an Onion article because yeah, I,
1: because it's like so strange and and outlandish. I was I was having a conversation with someone and we were just talking about blogging and like fiction and nonfiction. And I, I, I was telling her that, like, as time has gone on, I feel like even when I'm writing about actual things, my mind is starting to wander into this world of fiction, even though I'm writing about weird things, Whereas right. there's just, like, a lot of, like... I like writing as characters. Yeah. Like, I like I like making inner monologues that don't exist. There's something, like, without... fantastic about it. When you... Like, some of the stuff you write has this almost
0: hyper real kind of like almost like a fantasy. there's like an edge to it that is this maybe this is me just getting a little bit too whatever about it but there is like a kind of a fantasy to some of the writing that's like it's a little out it's outrageous
1: yeah that's fair but like that's not like
0: you're making shit up no just the, the way it's written is like it makes things that are real seem fantastic like, Pretty Little Liars. You wrote about Pretty Little Liars, which is a shock. Like
1: for, like, a year and a half. Which
0: I've never seen, ever. But, like, the way you wrote about it. I actually was talking to Laura, my wife, about this. who's also a writer and editor. Um, but I was, like, I just sent her a passage. And it was, like, such a fantastic. It was, like, I guess something was revealed on the show. I don't really know because I don't watch Pretty Little Liars.
1: It was, like, how you're not going to watch it anymore. I mean, basically, I wrote about it for a year and a half as, like, a self-haze. Which is, like, a... a, 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 a if i had one beat like the beat of hazing myself like, like self trolling yeah absolutely it's okay. like you know i'm going to write about an abc family show for a year and a half okay but then you found yourself and then i and then i it. stopped and i and i loved it did you love it yeah but also did i i don't know that's the, but that's like there's there's like a that that is something that i do like like that that's not a made up thing that i'm like playing with the audience but i'm i feel like often i'm the someone that's reading what I write is trying to figure out if I'm hating my life or loving my life. And that's kind of that's part of the process. That's kind of part of the process. Like, <laughs> there was always a moment when I was, when I would like write about Pretty Little Liars where I was like, this is gonna be 4,000 words. Why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing this to myself? But right. as I'm doing it, I'm having like so much fun. Is it also an excuse? Like, I mean, not an excuse, but you know, like, okay,
0: so. I, I'm going to talk about this. I haven't talked about this yet, but I'm going to talk about it on this podcast. Katie Neto- you know Katie Natopoulos. Yeah, Katie Natopoulos is my sister-in-law, and uh, and we have talked about doing a podcast where. And by the way, I want to I get. I guess it's a good time to set this up. We want to watch. I have not seen. I've only seen a little bit of the Fast and Furious
1: movies. Oh, this is this is good. So so far. we've
0: talked about doing a podcast where we get all seven of the films, uh, which are now available as a like a set on iTunes so it makes it real convenient. Great. And we drink and maybe smoke weed starting at the first film. Okay. And maybe whatever else we can get our hands on. Yeah. And we do 10 minutes of uh, podcasting in between each in between each film, we watch it straight through, getting progressively higher and drunker. Yeah, and then we talk about our experiences.
1: Why haven't you and Katie done this? Well, we right? haven't
0: had the time, and we and I actually was saying like if we're gonna do it, I should probably. What like, is Katie doing? Well, she's very busy. Okay, she's she writes for BuzzFeed, and There were air quotes, air quotes, Katie. They were air quotes. She's writing things for BuzzFeed, and uh, you know, she's got like you know. Her day, she has to troll people. She's trolling people like 50, 60 percent of her day.
1: And she's like, not, she's like a, uh, she does like, insta, like Buzzfeed fashion, you know. She's like she? Oh right, she has a thing.
0: Listen, she's very busy. <laughs> very busy, and
1: I'm very busy. Yeah, a man with no job. Uh,
0: so you know it's tough, but anyhow. So we've been planning on doing that. But why did I start talking about that? Oh, because like I think the Fast and Furious movies look really bad. Like yeah. I think they look truly like. If you ask me, as a fan of film,
1: do I think the Fast and Furious movies are good? I'm thinking probably not. What, what does a fan of fan of film mean? Like you, you like you like going to the movies. Are you like a cinephile? I appreciate great cinema. Okay. No. Those are seven of the best seven movies I've ever seen. Are they? They're incredible. I know people uh, who are one like of live and die.
0: One of them is not good. It's the third one, isn't Tokyo it? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Just so a, Tokyo Drift is like not canon, right? It's,
1: yeah, it's like. it's Like, it's like they
0: just got a bunch of new it's people. It's like one, two, and then like 2A. I think this is like something that happened. It happens occasionally in in franchises where they're just like, every once in a while they'll be like, we don't. We couldn't get the people together. We'll just do one that's like not. Par- oh, Halloween three is like this. Okay. Halloween three is not about Michael Myers at all. Are you familiar with the Halloween I, films?
1: I don't watch scary movies.
0: Really? I don't. Because you're scared of them. Yeah. Really? It's just You know, up. Katie is the same way. Yeah. I just like. I was like. Which like, is why Fast and Furious is perfect. Like, I was like, why would I watch a scary movie? Really? It's going to scare me. You, so I, you've I, never I, seen like you've never seen like um The Exorcist.
1: I've seen some of it, and then I stopped. Yeah, this is
0: like the scary thing. I don't know if there's like a theme
1: where I just like when I get scared, I just stop watching things. This is what happened with Lost? Yeah. And this is what happened with House yes, of Cards.
0: Cards. Like so when you said you were scared earlier, mm-hmm. you meant like
1: truly afraid? I was just like I was like, I I I don't want to have a nightmare. Like freaked out. Like, I'm, like I'm spooked.
0: You weren't like I'm scared I'm gonna hate it or I'm scared I'm gonna love it or It's
1: like I was like, I'd rather just go get a smoothie and like S- and like be outside wow. than do this. Wow like, why am I subjecting like I have the agency to not do this. This is amazing. Why don't I just, like, go play tennis? So this is amazing. Do you know why? Why? This is
0: blowing my mind because that's the same, like, when people press me on, like, why I don't like sports, like, one of the things that I go back to is I, I watched two seasons of, I'm from Pittsburgh, I watched okay. two seasons of Steelers football and okay. Steelers, which now I'll never watch again, but... um I was, like, at the end of the season, it was, like, so – I was so upset and stressed out and, and like, I was, like, why would I subject myself? I don't have to watch this game. This game doesn't matter to me. It won't affect my life. And so, like, a lot of, like, what drives my feeling about sports is, like, why would I get upset or angry or whatever over somebody, lo- like, losing a game that will never have any impact on, like, my existence? But you're kind of saying the same thing about, like, scary stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, why Across go through the, the trouble of getting – like anxiety and getting having bad dreams or whatever. I wow, I never thought about it that way. That's
1: like that's just how. But I like
0: that feeling watching scary movies.
1: Yeah. Just... What about David Lynch movies? <clears throat> I, I mean, there's, you know, there is this line of, you know, like the thriller that I don't mind. I I don't thriller films. Yeah, like uh, Malice. Okay, fair. <laughs> Mal, you know Malice? I was thinking more of like the like my my like probably my favorite genre of film is like nineties thriller. So like Malice, like Double Jeopardy. Have you seen Malice? I know what Malice is. I've You've never
0: seen it? it. Uh-uh. Oh my god! Alec Baldwin, Nicole yeah. Kidman, ugh. Bill Pullman. What? Yeah, dude. And ugh, I can't believe you haven't seen Malice. Wow. Just do. Can you just go home after this? Yeah. And get watch Malice. Okay. Okay. Anyhow, go on. So, '90s thrillers.
1: Uh, yeah, like uh, the the whole uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, like yeah. Air Force
0: One. Yeah, uh, Air Force One. He was in another movie that was like Air Force One. Uh, yeah. Did he it, play the president in another movie? I think he did. Where like there was a hostage situation.
1: Or was that Air Force One? Oh, yeah, I think uh, it was Air Force the, One. All uh, the that's the Get Off My Plane movie. All the, right? the Get Off My Plane. <laughs> all the um, all the Jack Ryan movies. He doesn't play Jack Ryan. Who's Jack Ryan? Harrison out? Ford. No. Clear and present danger. There's uh, another Jack Ryan. Well, there like four people. I mean, play there's Jack, Jack Ryan.
0: Shadow recruit, obviously played by Chris Pine. We don't talk about Chris uh, Pine. Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Chris. <laughs> that, that was Chris Pine. It's Chris, Pratt. Chris, <laughs> <That was> Chris <laughs> Pratt. Chris Pratt. I just like the. I just like the. the Chris Pine from like, Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just I just like the. Uh, what is it? Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. It's such a mm-hmm. long
1: title like movies with colons yeah
0: uh, um anyhow so wait a second so you like the jack ryan films yeah it's like, i think
1: jack jack ryan was
0: played by alec baldwin at one point yes uh hunt for october it's like bond right jack ryan's bond yeah he's like the american bond except not as good as Bond. bond. <laughs> Is he as good his <laughs> franchise didn't hold up yeah but they. You, yeah i, I mean jack ryan shadow recruit you <laughs> say more <laughs> Need I say more? I didn't think so. Jack Ryan podcast host. <laughs> That'll be the next one. That's all they can get Jack Ryan to do now. Anyhow, so so you like 90s thrillers. Oh, so like, like what's the movie with John Malkovich and Clint Eastwood where he's trying to kill, John Malkovich is trying to kill the president? Clear and Present yeah. Danger. Did somebody say that? Oh, okay. Isn't that a Jack Ryan movie? No, it's not. Okay. A guy. Is it? Is that Magnus? You're Swedish. Is that a Jack Ryan movie? <laughs> okay. He doesn't think so. Anyhow, so you like 90s thrillers, but you don't like, if they verge into, like, Silence of the Lambs, you wouldn't
1: like. uh
0: No. I mean, that's a great thriller.
1: Yeah, but... you wouldn't watch uh-uh. it. You've never seen it? No, I've seen it. Oh. <laughs> you, I, like, I would watch enjoy. it again. You didn't enjoy it. You know, like, I, I felt like I needed to know about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, you you don't want to be the I guy. I saw Red Dragon. The, the, that's the remake of Manhunter. It was one of the Hannibal movies. Uh, Manhunter,
0: is that the original film? Also directed by Michael Mann, right? Do you know about this? No, based on the book, Red Dragon. Sorry, I'm talking to Magnus now. I'm sorry. I'm like, I've moved this. Yeah, I can leave. Ram, could you go? <laughs> can, <I> can, <laughs> Magnus and I got this from here. Uh. Anyhow, okay, so I'm kind of getting it now. How the fuck did we get on this topic? I don't know, man. This is great.
1: <laughs> this, the, this
0: podcast is best when nobody knows how they got did to you prep, the topic. Did you
1: preface this entire podcast by saying it's Friday and I'm on
0: vacation? This is, oh, like you're on vacation. I'm on vacation, Anyhow, um, so let's talk about a little, let's talk pop culture a little bit, because you obviously are high, deeply invested in pop. Before we talk
1: about pop culture, yeah. can I pee? Oh, yeah.
0: that's is the first time ever that anybody stopped in the middle of the podcast. I just, like,
1: I've been housing this water. No, you've been really going for it's it. Just like, I don't want you to say hydrate. I almost drank out of the pitcher. You should, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> you actually have, there was like a full pitcher here before. I'm out of
0: control. Right, I'll tell you what, why don't you? Back. He's back. It's too late. Sorry. Um... Okay, hold on a second. Where was I? We were talking about scary movies. Scream. Come on, it's got it's funny. Yeah, I saw Scream. Okay, Scream Two. Yes. Scream Three. Yes. You gotta see Scream Three. Scream Three is pretty good, actually. Yeah, I saw Scream those. Four. No. What? You didn't finish it out. I thought it was a
1: Scream Five. No. Okay. There's a series on MTV. So, so when you're watching these movies, yeah. After the movie's over, yeah, I, you you feel good.
0: No, I don't know. Yeah, if it was good, if you if it's not good, you feel bad. Like when you watch uh, Vanity Fair starring Reese Witherspoon, uh, which I saw in the theater. You too. Yeah, <laughs> had a good trailer. I could talk about. I know a lot about trailers. Wait, what,
1: so it's my thing. I have to watch the Vanity Fair. Don't watch trailer. Vanity. Don't watch. Oh, you can
0: watch the trailer. It's pretty I, good. And
1: what's the movie I need to watch? Malice.
0: Malice. Malice. Cool. Got to see Malice. Malice is really actually Malice has a really famous trailer where Alec Baldwin does this monologue about how people they, he's being accused of having a god complex. He's a surgeon. Okay. He's an expert in cardiothoracic medicine or whatever. He's been board certified in you know twenty different. When someone goes into that chapel and they fall on their knees and they pray to God that their wife doesn't bleed to death, who do you think they're praying to? You ask me if I have a God complex. Let me tell you something. I am God.
1: Like you told me and I, I, you know, you can edit that
0: out, but it's a fucking, you know, actually, instead of me talking, can you just play the trailer a little bit of the trailer in the post in post? Can you put that in Magnus? Okay, great. Are you kidding me? I've just learned that Alec Baldwin, according to Magnus, who, you know, sort of an unreliable source because he's Swedish, um it's claims it is racist. It is it is very racist Um that Alec Baldwin records his podcast in the studio. Which chair does he sit in, mine or Rem's? Ah, uh,
1: he sits ah, in Rem's chair. Wow. I, I think I'm, I'm just... So one thing we should note yeah, is that a really funny... The reality of the two of us doing podcasts, a podcast together, is that neither of us really, like, are super, super into podcasts or listening to ourselves talk. No. Do you not listen to a lot of podcasts? I don't. I don't either. I've listened to a few. Does that mean what we're doing is raw? Is that it's so raw? Because, like, we haven't been uh, yeah, we're like, tainted by the podcast. Yeah, we're like, you know, oh, you went to Juilliard? Well, I taught myself to play guitar. Yeah, like we're in-, like in rock. We're like rock and roll. Yeah, in Washington Square Park. Yeah. Like 50 for years ago. For for quarters. Yeah, for-
0: Do for, you know how I, I figured out how to hold a tune? It's I was singing for On the Train. Yeah. You know, you know I learned to write- um, jail on the internet <laughs> on the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i learned to write on the internet i was actually listening to i listened to a little actually speaking of podcast i listened to Linsky! a little i listened to a little bit of your long form podcast and because um, I, I was like oh i don't want to repeat I, I was i don't repeat those questions i'd had some
1: beers oh
0: had you well we had you come in later we would have been drinking but it, it, were it's early in the day here wow i don't start drinking till two um <laughs> we're pretty close so it's after two magnus get the drinks out <laughs> but uh but but you were talking about, which I think is really interesting. It is not the way it happens for a lot of people. Maybe now it's more and more common, but like you, your like first stage, like for your writing was uh-huh. a big, big stage. Like essentially like, you know, you've been doing some writing and then you, Grantland asked you to start some editors of Grantland said, Hey, will you come and start doing some yeah. stuff? And so immediately, pretty early in like your, before you'd had a name or anybody was like really thinking about your writing and correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're um, nailing it so far. Like, your audience was really big right off the bat.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was weird because I think I did benefit from starting at a place that had just started. So, right, you know, the, they're definitely, like, a big audience, but there was still, like, while I was having to prove myself, the site was also having to prove itself. Right. So it was kind of, like, this teamwork aspect. And I knew that, you know, every time I did something to prove myself, that was like actually helping the site,
0: but it was really. But, but my, the point that I took away, like, what I thought was interesting, was that like you felt like the eyes of those people on you. It sounded like to me, like acutely, like that's a big. You know, you're writing for a big audience, and so everything you're kind of like extra hard on yourself. Oh yeah, and the judgment is like much more swift and severe. Like I always felt that way, like learning to write on the internet. It's like you, you don't get a second chance. Like you, everything yeah. has to be good. You
1: have to try. Yeah, I days. mean, I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of wired like that. Where I don't think I have the luxury of just having like a bad week where I just like write a bunch of terrible stuff. Right. Uh, that's good. Yeah.
0: But there are people that don't feel that way. There are people that are like, yeah, that one was a dud, but yeah. then I'll get them next
1: time. But that's also because, like, I, I, you know, while the the free and open internet is beautiful because anyone can use it you know like when I was when I was starting and even even now it's like I I have a very unusual platform that I never thought I'd have and right. it's like oh I actually shouldn't take this for granted and I should actually take it like even at my silliest I, I take it very seriously like I right. I, I sometimes take the kind of carefree Stuff more serious than anything because I like a world in which I can do that and then turn around and like write a, like a heavy piece on race because you know that's kind of how my days go. Like well, I, I can talk about I can I, over the course of a day over the course of the week. It's like not like I'm only you know made up of one type of interest. It's like yeah. I, I I bounce around all over the place in terms of what I'm interested in. So it kind of made sense for me. To mirror that in my writing, yeah. um, mainly because I, I, don't know another way. Right, but that's but that's to me is like, is such a
0: profound. Like nothing feels. I mean, everything I've read of yours, nothing feels throwaway. Even the stuff that is like a confection in some way, you know, that is like a totally funny. Not won't be. You know, is not like re- going to resonate like yeah. deeply with people and change the way they think. You know, if it's about like the Nicki Minaj bar mitzvah photo or whatever, but it's like feels like deeply. Like, you give a fuck about it. Like, you give a fuck and you give a fuck enough that you're going to take it very seriously even if you're being very funny and kind of being very flippant sometimes.
1: Yeah. I mean I, I mean, I... This is just a... I really... I really like, like, like communicating via writing. Like, I, I... You know, I I have a very antagonistic relationship with all the other media that exists because I think it... it like It just takes good writers away from writing. Right. And like it's like I You don't you don't you don't you don't like that. I don't like that. I mean I, I just like I, but I, I was actually talking. I was talk, talking to my mom yesterday and she was talking about how part of her life she kind of felt like a uh what's the expression? It's uh jack of all trades, master of nothing. I don't, I don't None know. master of none I think. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's it and i and I was thinking about that in terms of myself about you know kind of bouncing around and you know definitely feeling like I had uh i'd proven myself like as a trustworthy writer in lots of different fields um without like going all in on one thing, but right kind of the thing that I do feel like I want to go all in on is just like. Whatever it is, like, I'm still focused on the act of writing or, like, the art of writing. Like, I don't care. I don't really care all the time, like, what it is. Uh, I just, like, am actively just trying to write better. Right. And, like, write, uh, be more captivating and, you know, like, I think about my voice a lot and, you know, like, I feel like I've written, like, blog posts or stories and, like, Sixty different ways. Like there's just like so many ways to tell a story, and I'm just like I keep trying to find like new weird ways to tell a story. Well, I think actually that's like one of the big. I mean, I feel like we have
0: such unexplored territory now, even now. With how you like, what does it like, what's the linear progression of a story? Like, how or how is a story told? Is it visually? Is it, is it purely like just a text wall? Like, what are the, you know, is it, does it have elements that are not just the writing? Like, and how do those play into it? I feel like there's a bunch, of, I mean, not just in the exploration of like st- how you write, like styles of writing and mm. like positions of writing, but also like in just like on the internet, there's like, like, the, I hate to keep coming back to it, but that Nicki Minaj thing, you're actually are, like breaking down a photo, you know, it's like, in a really weird kind of new way. Like, I can't think of another story that's done it in quite that way. You know, the way it's sort of like really is, it's like CSI. Yeah. On that photo.
1: But yeah. And it's that when that happened, I was like, this is funny to me. I bet it's going to be funny to other people it's too. Fun. It's funny to other people. Like what? Yeah. So how, like, was, I mean, this is just me talking to myself. It's like, so how, like, how are we going to do this? But it also expresses, Sorry. That it that like it actually
0: like perfectly captures like the what's like what it's like to be a thirteen year old boy. Like it perfectly captures like the awkwardness and the awfulness of like being thirteen year old. I can
1: I can I can I can jump back into into teen boy faster than I could write about my current self. Like I, I just like I those feelings are so fresh and rock. I I have this, I have this book idea to drop a book idea you want to share it on the yeah okay no one's, gonna, no one's gonna i don't care if someone tries to steal it because they're just not gonna do it as those, well the, as I those can do are it. the best ideas you like you feel so good about them yeah it's just, like whatever, whatever. It yeah guess what i dare you try just try to try. steal this idea books just called boners go <laughs> <laughs> i'm listening and you got my attention it's like an anthology yeah it's just like a lot a lot lots of people throughout throughout the culture uh just telling just like amazing like oh. stories about boners about boners just like about young 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 boners funny funny boners <laughs> okay o-
0: only young boners or can they also be like senior old, senior boners it can be, I, you know I'm more interested
1: in in early boner stories yeah like first boner yeah like or like there's like the six the six to seven year period where you have no control over when they yeah. happen yeah that's that's like the that's probably the 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 is like part of my life right a, who is the comedian who does a whole bit about dick control
0: about boner know. control there's somebody who does a whole thing about how like when you're a teenager and you're
1: uh, a kid like, they're probably gonna sue me if i this but
0: <laughs> no 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 i think you're different <laughs> and by the way i think you're right actually what's good about this is now like you basically have like trademarked it you've copywritten it you uh, say you're like here it is i've put it out there i, I own this idea so if anybody tries like if i try to write boners this
1: is the only reason I came on this podcast. <laughs> just to get that out. I wanted to launch boners. Well,
0: you know what? I like to think this podcast is responsible for a lot of boners. <laughs> but I know that it's not. <laughs> but I know that no one, not one boner has ever appeared because of this podcast. Yeah, because you don't. Until do now. Po- you until don't, today. Your new
1: do podcast was enough 15 year old boys who just have boners all the time.
0: <laughs> oh, how do you know? You don't know what kind of podcast I'm doing. Paul Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ford is on 15. Okay, so hold on. How are we doing on time, Magnus? We close? What? We got hold on. <laughs> what are you talking
1: about? No! <laughs> we got to talk about...
0: All right, okay, here we go. So here's, here's the deal. I want to talk about one more thing. I'm pissed. No, no, no. We're, we're <laughs> fine. We're fine. We're going to do... We're going to do a solid five minutes on something. Okay. Here's the choice, all right? You ready? We only have five minutes. We can talk about... Nope. Ferguson and race in America. About <laughs> <laughs> Ferguson and race in America or the VMAs?
1: You know what? It's Friday. I'm, you know, I'm on vacation. VMAs. We're talking about the VMAs. All right, let's talk about the VMAs. I'm
0: sorry, so, race. <laughs> sorry, race in America. Yeah. The most important topic of our age. Yeah. Um, or at least a very important one. Um, what? Let's talk about the VMAs. You quit. You didn't quit Twitter. Tell me about your what
1: happened with the VMAs. It was, I think it was actually the lowest. Uh one of like a top three lowest moment in my internet writing life. Cause it was the moment I realized that everything that was happening was just happening so people would blog about it the next day. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, why am I in this field? Like I need to go to the Peace Corps. I need yeah. to like what am I what am I doing with my life? It was just, I was it was just so dark and like things that I had, pre- like I had playfully predicted. I, I, like a, a month ago, I was like, Taylor and Nicki are definitely gonna like reunite at the VMAs. Yeah, and I was like, cause everything is staged. But I was just saying it because I was like in a salty mood. Right, and then it happened. Yeah, I was like, I was, it supports my theory of rich people never really get that mad at other rich people. Right. Because they're, they're just rich. They're like, but we're rich. It's like, oh, like, do I really beef with you? I don't because I'm rich. Right. You know? And it was like watching Maybe a, we should learn something from the rich people. God. Yeah. Why? Maybe? Why beef? I, I love I love real beef. Doesn't exist anymore. No. I,
0: Hulk, I, Hulk Hogan and Gawker. That's beef. That's real. That's pretty real. Down with Hogan. Um, you really, you want Hogan to win the case? No, I want Hogan to lose. Oh, okay. Oh, down. Oh, you you were saying down oh, with I'm Hogan. i not, not down, down with Hogan. Like, like, okay. <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's a shocking turn of events. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not pro-Hogan. You're down, you're pro, horribly racist, uh, piece of shit, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Surprising from you. <laughs> okay. So anyhow, no, but it's true, but you're right about the VMAs. It like, was like
1: watching a like a damn like musical or like a like a it, it was just like like community theater and i was like what are we why do, why am i watching this well why are you
0: that's a good question why is anybody watching it? i turned it off when after the miley thing the miley Nikki thing
1: i turned it off and then turn it back on turn it back on to watch
0: kanye okay we should talk about that there's so much to talk about we need like a whole
1: nother podcast so the vmas but you told me you uh, you deleted twitter off of your phone well so it also happened the sunday before i started my vacation i see and i was in this dark mood it got so dark i just started playing cards like i turned off the regular cards vma and like played cards i was like i gotta get away from. what's your game what game i played uh spit how's that get played I don't
0: know spit. I don't know any card games though. We, I don't know we, how we to play poker. poker. We don't have time. for that. Apparently, we don't have time. I know how to play gin.
1: It's the only thing I know how to play. Yeah, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Um, anyway, I deleted. So I deleted all of the apps off my phone that that because that, so cool. Apple won't let you d- delete all of them. Like, like I can't delete stocks off, but I deleted. Oh, you no. all, like all the apps. I want to delete all of them. Um, but you they put won't stocks let you. in a folder. Yeah. Um, and, That's where it is for
0: everybody else. So.
1: And so the past two weeks, I haven't, like, been on Twitter. Uh, I re-downloaded Instagram because, you know, it's a beautiful app. You had to share that Sam video. It's a beautiful (laughs) app. But it has been amazing, like, not being on Twitter and, like, remembering that, like, like, what's happening, like, doesn't really matter that much.
0: Yeah, like, life exists outside of that
1: shit. I mean, the Twitter bubble is crazy. I mean, you think it's like, oh, my. It's, like,
0: built to manufacture this outrage. And Mm -hmm. everybody's like. I can't fucking believe this is unbelievable. And then you like move
1: away from it. It's like, oh, wait, everybody out in the world doesn't give a shit at all. I got a, I got a text from a number that I didn't have stored. And the last text I would got from them was from 2013. It was like, happy birthday, bro. And I, I did respond. I'm, I'm, I'm a jerk. And then the next text <laughs> wow. I got was last Wednesday, like three days into not being on Twitter. And all it said was, hey, yo, Rim really need you to weigh in on this Kermit shit. And I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. For, f- like, where three, do you mo- stand three more
0: days. Where do you stand on this Kermit situation? Uh, so, I don't understand. Kermit's got a new girlfriend, Denise. I mean, you're asking the wrong person, because I didn't so, remember. I what do you didn't think? What's your hot take on, on Kermit's new girlfriend?
1: I think it's, like, I think it's very, like, check your privilege, frog. You're male. Uh-huh. cis Green male. Green um, I don't heter- know heteronormative privilege. Where, where did Green at the door?
0: Where does Green stand on the privilege? Like, Green's not. You don't money. Color of money.
1: Good point. Kermit's like Kermit, like that's the thing. Like Kermit is not poor. Not well. He
0: lives in a he lives in a pond like a, a pond on a lily pad. Yeah, it's thing. like Lacroix. So it's like a sparkling. pond You don't think
1: if people don't you don't they don't teach you that and in, in, and know that in your little atheist school. So he's in Florida because they're based out of Florida. It's t- in Tampa. They live with Hogan. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's in the guest house. He's like <laughs> he's like Kato Kalen to Hogan's. O-J- I don't know. Like, I, was, I was just saying about Kato Kalen the other day, so he's fresh in my mind. Actually, with Katie, I think we were talking about Kato Kalen. We we're like, what happened to Kato Kaelin? I Let me max out on our Katie mentions. Do we? we talk about, I think we talked right. about Katie four that's times. It's enough. It's enough with her already. She, she
1: unfollowed me on Twitter.
0: Did she? Yeah. Well, because she unfollowed men, and
1: then she refollowed some men, and didn't I think she
0: refollowed me. But we're family, Jesus, you know how it is. Yeah, I
1: thought we were family. I thought we were friends. Wow. Well,
0: Katie. It's Time to make a decision. Can you can you can you make this up to Rem in some way? Maybe she'll tell us during the Fast and Furious. All right, we have to wrap. Unfortunately, there's so much more we had, we had need to talk about. Yeah, I'm right. like really fucking bummed because I thought we had all the time in the world. How and, many and, how many times has Paul Ford been on? He's been on three times. All right, well then. No, will you come I, back? Will you do it again? I'll definitely come back. Right, well, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. this was a awesome, very awesome conversation. I don't remember what we talked about. I don't know what we talked about. But my memory, Boners, Magnus says we talked about Boners, which he's very excited about. Uh, my memory, though, of this entire conversation is that it was really good. It was great. So thank you. That's our podcast for this week. I'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Although I just received a phone call and I don't know if the very best is possible.